Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Sports Morning Espresso Shot here at Game On. I'm your host, Will, of course. And joining me, as always, is Cricket from sportspicks.locals.com. Cricket, how are we doing this morning? I'm pretty good, man. My book paid out me a bet. Too. I didn't win, man. What? How does that work? Yeah, bro. So last night, wow. I got the Florida Panthers. I got the money line against the... Um, so we're going hockey. Man, you've been... Yeah, you, we're going hockey. Mess around we're hockey. Was it the Maple Leafs? Is that who they played last night? I'm trying to remember this game. But anyways, so this goes down into, it's like one-to-one. And it winds up going into a shootout. And they get to like the, I guess, the fourth or fifth shooter. Well, the Panthers guy slides it up and under dude's pad. Like, they call it a goal and everything. They're already walking off. You got half the team in the locker room, bro. And they wind up reviewing this thing and seeing that this guy double tapped his little, like double tapped the puck. Like once you shoot it in a shootout and the, the puck comes back, you can't rebound and put it back in. So I guess he just double tapped it and put it in. So they called no goal and they had to come back out for another shot and the Maple Leafs bury it right there. And then they come back down and get stoned. Like while half the players are coming back out on the ice. So they wound up flipping it all the way around and the Maple Leafs won, but they had already paid out all the tickets for the Florida Panther money lines. When they when they originally put the goal in, so they'd already they, paid they it. So I guess they figured they couldn't take it back. Yeah, so they no. had to pay out both of them. And I was like, "Hey, we'll take it." <laughs> well, actually, good on them. You know, they could have screwed everyone there, and and but good on them because let's be honest, how much money do they have on that game? Right, probably, prob- probably, probably not. Probably not a lot. We're not yeah, talking about NBA or NFL game. Hell, Thursday night yeah. football game. Doubt. Yeah, no. no. Yeah, I start to say this one Thursday night football or <laughs> Yeah, no. It probably probably didn't hurt them too much. Especially when they know everyone's going to go right back to putting it on anytime goal scorers and stuff. Well, <laughs> I was going to say first goal scorers in that game, and, and I, they have first goals, goal scorers. They, they have right? first goal scorers. Yeah, they have okay. first goal scorers. It actually finally happened yesterday, man. Had my first uh, over over day on anytime goal scorers, man. Ooh, I've been okay. I've been way up on those. It was coming. I think it's hilarious though. It's the first day that you know I send them to the chat and stuff. First day that I think Chris has rode with me. And I'm pretty sure he hopped on like parlay. He's like, I parlayed them, but I bet them all individually too. We didn't hit a single one. Well, why would he, why would he parlay them? He knows that you I, go. I actually, like, you just he, sit he here actually, and go three for five. You know what I mean? He actually he inspired usually, me though. I went back and put a dollar on it too. It was like a dollar to win four hundred. I was like, I'm gonna parlay it too, bro. Well, his was like three dollars fifty cents to win like twelve hundred, and I was like, Jesus hell, I gotta put a dollar on it anyway. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't blame him. You do such like deep research into how you make your picks for those, yeah. so. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, it, they, they are usually locked. <laughs> oh, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Shout out to everyone watching over on Rumble. We got Patriot 4165 in the house. Good morning, buddy. And Mastering the Rumble. What's up, buddy? Um, Cricket, you got to remind me because Twitter and YouTube got a free one yesterday. I forgot to shut off the stream at like the 15, 20 minute. I, I noticed that when you were still, had it pulled up. Dude, there listen, I'm not going to lie. I want to be 100% honest with everyone. I, it was a shitty night of sleep. It was, uh, you know, the withdrawals were real. And sobriety sucks, all right? It's so much better drinking alcohol. I miss cracking those those beers right now. But, you know, I'm I'm on it. Tonight's going to be 72 hours of the fast. Uh, when I get home tonight, I am going to make me a tri-tip. I won't be till like, 10 o'clock till it's, like, done. But, uh, yeah, man, I'm it's hungry. Happy, man. That's I'm fair. hungry. I'm hungry, man. I'm ready to eat. But it feels good. I'm like, I'm, I'm through all the shit. I slept decent last night. I feel so much better this morning. Man, I miss beer. I miss Man, it. I miss beer. I understand. 
Hey, speaking Smith of the Florida me. Panthers, did you see that game the other night where they were playing the Ottawa Senators and like Kachuk, the two Kachuk brothers, one of them's on the Senators, one on the Panthers? Well, these two teams fought for like the whole game. They, I mean, literally, the, everybody on the ice was fighting at one time. They gave them all like 10 minute misconduct penalties. And they oh, had I like, saw something on that. Like everyone's. <laughs> and, and the Kachuk brothers, they're fighting, talking shit to each other. They got their dad in the stand and they have their grandmother in the stands. And this poor sweet little old lady's just up there, like watching all this unfold. She's just like, oh, dear. Oh, no. She's like, I didn't know I went to a main event for the UFC. They fought the whole game, and they would come out like they would let somebody out of the box for fighting, and the motherfucker would just hawk somebody else down and start fighting him. But they fought for 60 minutes straight, I feel like, man. It was crazy. Grandmother's like, man, I've seen this my whole life. What the hell? (laughs) She just sitting there looking, shaking her head. She's like, boys, boys, boys. Something's never fucking change. Something's Mm. never change. I'll tell you Uh, what, I love a sport that lets you fight and doesn't kick you out of the game. Oh no, I love it too. But that ref, I saw that highlight of the ref. They're just like, this guy wins. This guy get. Or, it was something about him. He just told everyone that like, you're all fucking in timeout. <laughs> Everybody, sit the fuck down and shut up. <laughs> Buku's announced. He says, "Morning, boys. Good morning, Buku. You got to remind me of this too, Cricket. We got to get going because I, I I've got a lot to talk about this morning. But you got to remind me at some point if we don't get to it today. And buddy sent me a thing. Apparently, so you know Connor Bedard, right? He went for the the expected, you know, next LeBron of the NHL, right? Him, right? Well, apparently, it, whatever team he plays for is it Blackhawks. 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 Yeah, yeah, Blackhawks. They released a veteran player earlier this week, and, it was, and the team said it had nothing to do with him sleeping with Connor Bedard's mom. I started to say, I want to know what this was about, bro. I was reading this yesterday, and they were like, "It was totally matter. about it." <laughs> and they said it's been very disturbing and all this stuff. I had no idea what this. I was like, "What did this guy do?" Like they were making it sound like it was really bad. That's all he did was sleep with his mom. Yeah, it makes you sound like he's like you know some underage no, I, stuff when you hear I that totally kind of stuff. Thought, I totally thought he touched a kid or something. Yeah, I, I, that's totally what I thought. The way they were like, they wouldn't say anything, and in the article on ESPN, it was just real, real vague. I was like, this dude totally touched a child or something. So he just he just slept with Connor Bedard's mom. Yeah, Buku says Corey Perry, and he def slept with Bedard's mom. I guess at practice, <laughs> he kept telling Bedard that he's got to call him stepdaddy. That's what he kept no, telling him. No, and, and this no, is no, this is I said this is the guy that's supposed to be the next Gretzky, and you're out here telling him this stuff. Come on, bro. Who do you think the franchise was going to get rid Dude, of? <laughs> that guy's a baller, though. Just goes, hey, I'm going to bang your mom. He took a playbook out of Zach Wilson's. Uh, I know, fixed the same, man. This must be <laughs> Zach Wilson. You know, they got a camp for this now. <laughs> oh, I, love it. I love it. So maybe maybe we'll look into that and talk about it more later. I, I'm so but glad I told you this. I totally thought that dude did something way worse than that. <laughs> oh, by the way, quick update. Made it to work yesterday and made oh, it yeah. home, as you can tell. Yeah, how's uh, it was, It was getting a little shaky. It was getting a little shaky. We could not could not accelerate after like 50 or 60 miles an hour i could get there we could slowly get there but i couldn't hammer it the car would just do 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 like that like it just wouldn't kick into gear so i pull over listen pull over at this gas station so when we were on the show right and we were talking like i got a decision to make because i'm when i found out i'm like oh yeah something is wrong i'm going up this like kind of steep incline hill it's like one of the only ones i got to get through um 
And that's where I'm like, okay, I can't go higher than like 40 right here. So I'm like hazard lights, letting everyone pass me as I go over the other lane, right? And that's where I had a decision to make. I either find a spot to turn around and we head back to quarter lane, or I'm like, like, like I said on the stream, we're gambling, baby. We got to get to this. I know that's in like right. eight to 10 miles, there's this gas station. And, and I know that it's like, it's got like a lot of auto stuff there and whatnot. And I'm like, I think we can make it. I think we can make it. Let's see. And uh, I get out at the gas station. It's like fucking 15 degrees out. And I don't have the proper, like, I don't even have gloves. I realize I'm like, where the hell are my gloves? But I get out and it's fucking cold, dude. Yeah. It, it, sun's not even up. I'm trying to, I'm like, my hands are just like, I'm like trying to, you know, open up the hood of the car. And I'm like, holy shit. So anyways, check the oil. We got some oil in there. Do I need an oil change? Yes. But there was oil in there. So I'm like, it's, it's not the oil. Okay, but I went in. I'm like, screw it. It can't hurt. Went and got a little thing of oil, poured that bitch in there. I grabbed these fucking gloves that they had in there. Like, uh, um, they're they're for like working with oil and stuff like that. Yeah. So they're not even like your mittens or something like something like that. Yeah. No, they. And I'm like, I don't give a shit. I'm putting these on because it's fucking cold. And so I do that. I'm like, let's see if this worked. I get back on the freeway. Nope, it's the same shit. I'm like, fuck it, whatever. Like I said, we could get to 60, we could get to 65, which can't really accelerate. So um, <laughs> we're just going to keep it in the slow lane, make it to work. Shout out to Jim and Jim's auto shop. I took it into Jim's, which were like right across the street from my work. Told him what the deal was. Basically, the car just needed to tune up. We needed some new spark plugs and stuff like that. It just needed to fix a few things. Yeah. And uh, he got it working. Yeah, it was only 350 bucks. Like, Jesus. Jesus, Jim. My Jesus, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought you were doing me a favor, Jim. No, no, but hey, he got it to work, so I didn't have to worry hey, about getting home. Count. And yeah, and then he's like, "Oh, by the way, you, uh, your radiator needs to be replaced." And I'm like, oh, yeah, I go, I go, I go. Of course, of course it does. And he goes, "Yeah." yeah. He goes, I go, "What's the quote on that?" He's like, "Oh, just seven hundred fifty bucks." I go, oh, "Okay, say, cool. just a dime <laughs> after yeah. labor and everything." Yeah, and I'm like, I'm like, so I look up a new radiator, and it's like less than two hundred bucks, and I'm like, hmm. So I'm just gonna have one of my coworkers' husbands replace it for I started, me. I and he's to he's say, gonna Jim, give me a deal. Jim, Jim sees you coming, man. Yeah, Buku asked me yesterday. He said you heard from Will Mandy. Did he make it all right? I was like, I, I haven't heard from him, so I assume he did. I was, like, I don't know how much help I could be to him down here in Tennessee, but I haven't heard that he made it yet. Or not. <laughs> I was gonna text you yesterday. I was sitting there in the middle of the day, and I was like, oh. And I'm like, I was going to text you like, man, I am hungry, but I'm not a little bitch. <laughs> yesterday oh, was the worst day. <laughs> oh, I bet. I bet yesterday was rough. Oh, let's get into this. And then after we do this, this segment, um, we will. Uh, so hopefully we don't have any car problems today, by the way. But uh, after we do this segment, then I will cut off from YouTube. Twitter, maybe we'll leave Facebook up. We'll leave that up just because. We finally got that back when we want to show the people over on Facebook kind of what we do over here. Yeah. Um, oh, by the way, forgot to tell you this. For people that think we do any type of planning, uh, we do not. Uh, we do all <laughs> our talking right here on the show for the most part. Um, there's a couple times. But uh, someone sent me a thing. I got to vet it out and check it. But I got an email that someone wants us to uh, come do an interview with them on their podcast. I think it's another okay. rebel person. But yeah, I got an a, uh, interview request. Okay. Yeah, man. It's so We're funny. It's so funny. I and I don't blame people for this. I just it doesn't click in my mind. So when everyone messages me on any of my accounts, they're like, "Hey, we want to get Will and Cricket on." And I'm like, "You're talking to Will. What do you mean?" <laughs> Whatever. We got we got. Like, they don't know who they're talking. To. We got people, <laughs> man. <laughs> there ain't no one here. I do all this shit myself. 
Pennington in the house. He says, morning, boys. Who's that? Who'd you say? Uh, Pissant. Pissant. What's up, man? Good morning, man. Ooh, Patriot4165 is giving me his, his contest picks. Hold on, Patriot. We're going to get to that, too. We're going to get hey, to man, that. Over, over in the Facebook chat, shout out to my guy Tyler right there. I ain't seen him in a while. He moved up uh, Chris and Eric's way, man. He's up in Wisconsin. But he, we, that's one of my disc golf homies right there. Good to see you, man. Good to see you. Hope all is well in your world as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, let's get into this. Well, the second to last college football rankings is out. Week 14, top 25, and we've got a little bit of a shakeup. The the four undefeated teams. Sorry, Liberty, you don't count. The four undefeated teams are your top four. A little controversy here, Cricket. So it starts off with Georgia, Michigan, Washington, Florida State, and then hanging out at number five is Oregon, followed by Ohio State, Texas, Alabama, Missouri, and Penn State. That's your top ten. Now, here's the deal. Actually, let's just get your instant reaction. What do you think about this, Cricket? Because we haven't talked about this yet. I want to know what you think before I uh, throw out uh, the little controversial things here. Well, let's tell you got to be really happy if you're Florida State fans right here. They're basically telling you when and you're in. I don't see any waste because uh, you got Washington, Oregon right there. That's a de facto play in game. Whoever wins that game is probably getting in based off those rankings with Washington at three and Oregon at five right there. Whoever wins that game is getting in. No way the committee's keeping them out. They've said all along they thought Oregon was their top one loss team right there. Ohio State still sitting in front of Texas and Alabama. But obviously, Texas Alabama have a lot of chance to improve their record this weekend in conference championship games. Texas not against a good opponent. But Alabama obviously has a chance to get the best win of the season. But you still got Ohio State sitting there in front of them. They always seem to find a way to be in the mix with this thing. And I just really think that I don't think there's a way that Texas, I don't know if they let Texas and Alabama in. There's a lot that's got to happen for Texas, I feel like, to be able to find a way in this thing. Because they're, they're showing me right there the committee doesn't respect them a whole lot, man. I think te- Texas, Texas, Texas is the biggest Huskies fans this week. Absolutely they are, man. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I, I'm kind of start not really seeing a scenario where, I mean, a lot of chaos has to happen for Texas to get in this thing, I feel like. Can we just call it out? The fucking committee is sending us mixed signals, and they're being the biggest, laziest pieces of shit out there. All right? Here's the mixed signal. They put Florida State in based off a resume, all right? It's basically saying you're undefeated, all right? You you go in and you win your conference championship. You're undefeated. You're in. We have precedence with this, with the Cardell Jones, Ohio State, right? He was a third-string quarterback. He got in. They let them in, right? So you could see where there's history and whatnot. So it's okay. You win and you're in. But then they're sending us mixed signals when you got – and this is – I don't agree with everyone on this, but because I do think that they, they they're playing – the best ball, but Oregon people, people will, are, are mad that Oregon is ahead of Ohio state and Alabama and Texas that they, they actually think that why Oregon is the f- number one, one loss team. They think it's controversial because when they put up the stats, right. And they put up strength of schedule and all that stuff, Oregon has the weakest strength of schedule and Oregon uh, has the, the worst resume. And all these other teams have, have, have beat other uh, better opponents and Texas and Alabama playing in the preseason, well, preseason, you know, early in the season out of conference should have meant something. Ohio State playing Notre Dame at Notre Dame should have meant something. And now they're saying, actually, now nah, you should just went the Oregon route and played to no played nobody. Right. You went and played Texas Tech. And oh, by the way, barely won there. Um, I disagree with all of that because 
I think the committee has Oregon number five ahead of those teams is because Oregon's playing the best ball right now. I test Oregon has hit their stride. Oregon went down to Utah and beat Utah where Utah hadn't lost in over three years. I think it was 18 straight home games. They hadn't lost and Oregon beat the brakes off of them. Oregon went in or Oregon had Oregon state come in and beat the brakes off of them. Oregon played a close one with UW, but they have a chance to, you know, uh, write that ship right this weekend. Um, I think the strength of schedule argument is a dumb one because let's be honest, the SEC is always going to have the tougher strength of schedule because the SEC teams automatically, they're the bias. And I'm not saying they don't deserve it. I'm not saying they don't play better football, but you have, you have the SEC who all of their strength of schedule is going to look good because they're all playing SEC teams. Whereas you're going to have a discounted, a weaker strength of schedule with Oregon playing in the Pac-12 because, I mean, the Pac-12 just gets looked down upon. But Pac-12 this year has been scrappy. And as you can see, they got Washington and, uh, and Oregon, two, two teams in the top five right there. So they, I think that their strength of schedule is a little bit better there. I'm not, I, I just get mad with the mixed signals out of Florida State and Oregon here because Florida State, you're saying it's based off resume. Oregon, you're saying it's based off eye test. Which is it? Which is it? Which are we going with? Because if we're going off of eye test, Florida State is not the number four team in the country right now. If we're going off resume, well, if you go off resume, Oregon shouldn't be ahead of Texas or Alabama. Yeah, you're, you know, I'm sorry, but, and I hate it. I said it yesterday. I've said it a couple times. I hate it for all those people at Florida State. I hate it mostly for Jordan Travis. Then next, I hate it for all the kids on that team and Coach Norvell. And then nextly, the fans, man. But here's what, here's, it is what it is, man. You're not the same team without Jordan Travis on the field. You're not. They beat that. They beat them Gators by at least three touchdowns going away next week if he's on the field. They're just not the same team without that guy out there. You can't tell me they're unequivocally better than four other teams on this list without Jordan Travis. They're just not. And there's you know still who I feel sorry for too. In. You know who I feel sorry for? Us if we have to watch Florida State in a playoff game. Playing Georgia or Michigan, they'll get drubbed without Jordan Travis. Yeah, that's now, with Jordan what I'm Travis, saying. that'd be a great game. But without yeah. that guy, without that guy, you're not the same team, man. And I said it's unfortunate, <laughs> but life is unfortunate. Life is unfair, and you get unlucky sometimes. You just got unlucky in this one. But what you're telling us all this time, when you put the four best teams in there, Florida State's not one of the four best teams without Jordan Travis. Period. Nope. Sure ain't. Sure ain't. Okay. It's you want to um, pull this uh, playoff predictor up and see what some of the uh, parameters of the teams win, Who, what it looks like for. Yeah, do you have I, that? I, I you want to share that? Let's, yeah, let's, I'll share it. I got you. Let's see here. All right, you. what do you can do here? Right, this is over on ESPN. It's your playoff predictor. You can pick each matchup that you think will win. It'll tell you the amount of percentage each team has to make the playoffs. So who's winning Georgia-Alabama, man? Let's say Alabama wins. Okay, because we know because we know if Georgia wins, they're in. You know, yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. We know that. Okay, well, Florida State. Louisville. By the way, shout out to Derpy. What up, Derpy? Says Bama will get in. Can't wait to not watch Bama Georgia again because money with ESPN. I'm I'm watching Georgia Alabama. I know what you're talking about. We he's missed saying, it last think, year. Oh, he's, he's saying he's not watching it this time, Ooh. or I don't know what's there. He does say though, fellas, I'm more than likely going to my first Steelers game against your Patriots. Hell yeah, buddy! Man, I was looking at that. They play next Thursday stuff. night, and I was like, oh god, we're gonna get punched in the mouth by the Steelers. Great, that's in Pittsburgh, dude. Have fun, have fun. Yeah. Let us know how it is. That's gonna be that's gonna be awesome. Better get that your towel awesome. ready. That's right. That's right. Get that towel ready, man. 
All right, Florida State, Louisville, man. Who's winning this thing? I think Louisville might give them some trouble in this thing. Bouncing back, everybody expecting to get smacked in the mouth after they lost at home to Kentucky, looking real bad. I think they might give Florida State a little more than they're ready for. Yeah, let's say it. Let's just do it. Let's Louisville. just let's see what happens. And then obviously we know who's winning this one. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have any doubt who's winning that one. All right, I think. Dude, what if Iowa winning. upsets Michigan though? That's how. The committee can just bypass everything, and that's actually how. If 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 Iowa upsets Michigan, Louisville upsets uh, Florida State. That's how you get Texas and Alabama in. <laughs> exactly. That's also how you get all the resignations from everybody on the committee too. <laughs> hey, so Texas to Iowa. <laughs> don't lose to Iowa. Man. Don't lose to Iowa, and you ain't got to worry about anything. You, let's be honest. As good of a season they had, if Michigan goes out and lose to this Iowa team. They don't deserve you. Sorry, you lost. You don't get a fire everybody. Yeah, fire everybody. We need to see you get your ass kicked in the playoff again, like we've seen in the years past. I think this <laughs> Iowa, Iowa team has had one total in the forties all year long. Everything else has been thirty-five and under, and you can't beat this team. You don't beat this team. You don't get the chance to play football anymore. You're done. Oh yeah. yeah. All right, in Oregon, okay. Washington. We're going with the Ducks. Yep, quack quack. All right. That's what your playoff would look like in that scenario with Alabama, Louisville, Michigan, Texas, and Oregon. This is what the playoff predictor thinks. You'd have Michigan as the one seed, Oregon as the two, Alabama, or excuse me, Texas is the three, and Alabama is the four. So we get an Alabama, Michigan, and Texas, Oregon matchup. Ohio State would be on the outside looking in right there. I think that's so crazy that Alabama would beat the number one team and they'd be only ranked four, and Georgia wouldn't even be ahead of Ohio State. I know. That's crazy. We have an 8% chance of getting that right. Let's try one more. All right. So we'll say Georgia. Let's say Florida State gets it done. Michigan, Texas, and Oregon. And that would look like that. That says that the Longhorns get left out right there. Georgia and Oregon be playing. Then Michigan and Florida State. They're still going to put Florida State. Florida State wins. They're putting them in, man. I I don't see how. If Oregon beats UW, how they don't jump Florida State? That's what I'm saying. If Florida State's in there, you get you're the fourth. But the team. committee, the committee might just go be a bunch of pussies. Like, well, these three are undefeated and they have one loss. Which I wouldn't view Oregon as a undefeated team because they corrected their loss. Right? They've beat everyone on their schedule. Right? Yep. And they righted the ship if they beat Washington this weekend down in Vegas. Yeah. And honestly, they they. They outgained Washington in the first game. They went to Washington and still had a chance to win that game. Like it was close the whole time. Uh, they, by going back, especially if they do it, if they blow out Washington, they definitely should jump Florida State. I agree. Because I agree. let's be honest, wouldn't you rather see, would you, would you rather see Michigan and Florida State or would you rather see Michigan and Oregon? Right. You know, man. I don't want to see Oregon, Georgia. We saw that last year. <laughs> I want to, if I'm going to see that, I want to see it in the national title game. Yeah. I feel like that, that's a way for Bo to kind of go out on top right off into the sunset right yeah. there. Because um, no, no, especially see. the way Georgia's beat up on him his entire career right there. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. No one wants let's to say, see that. Let's say UW gets it done. Oh, they're in. That's what it looked like with that. We got that's. Oh with, God, I, that would mean the Huskies are going to the national championship game. Jesus, let's not have that happen. 
Oh, it totally would mean that, wouldn't it? <laughs> oh, God, no. Please, no. There, I don't want to see the it. The tide will be on the outside looking in. Oh, man. Derby says we're really getting a 12-team playoff next year. Yes, sir. Yes, we are. Do one more for me. Do one more. All right. Hold on. Let me get down here. All right. What you want? Give me Alabama. Give me Louisville. Give me Iowa. Uh, give me the give me give me Oklahoma State. <laughs> give me the Ducks. Chaos. We'll see what happens. <laughs> Oregon is number oh, one. Oregon is the one seed, baby. <laughs> Alabama, Georgia. Yeah. I wouldn't be mad at this, except for you know. Everyone would be like, oh, God, we just saw Alabama, Georgia. I'm like, yeah, but we'll wait a month. You know, we'll wait a month and we'll see it again. Let them run it back. Yeah, Oregon, Ohio State. That totally looks like an Ohio State, Georgia national championship right there. Yeah. Sure so, they're not, Alabama's not beating Georgia twice. Ohio State sneaks in ahead of Michigan who beat them. That's what the committee does not want to I don't think they would do. I don't think they would do that. I think they would put Michigan at four. They would go ahead and add. Yeah, they wouldn't be like, we're not going to hurt you because you played an extra game. Still, that'd be fun. Oregon, Michigan, Alabama, Georgia. That would be fun. And no one could bitch. You couldn't hear Texas bitch because you lost to Oklahoma State. (laughs) That's fair. That's fair. That's what I'm saying, man. If you you lose to those teams, you don't have a gripe. You just don't. Oh, man. Well, I can't wait for for Monday, or maybe we'll even do it Sunday at some point. We'll... uh, we got to, before the committee comes out with their official rankings, which is next Tuesday, right? The final. I, I don't know. I, no, I actually think they come out with those they on do it. Sunday. Well, after the, so, I think it's Sunday after the conference championships. I'm pretty sure they do that. Well, we'll know. We'll know all. We'll, we'll know the big games by Sunday morning. So maybe Saturday night or Sunday morning before. I know we got a lot of NFL stuff to do and whatnot, but maybe we can hop on and we can do a little segment of what we think the committee is going to do. I think you're right. I think they do do it Sunday afternoon. Yeah, I'm pretty pretty sure they do. Kind of like Selection Sunday in basketball. Beautiful. But yeah, outside yeah. that, Missouri in line for a New Year's Six Bowl right there. I know they don't have any chance to make the playoff and all that, but they are in line for a New Year's Six Bowl. If you'd have told me Missouri was going to be playing a New Year's Six Bowl back in about September, I'd have told you you was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm glad to see that, man. They have taken a leap forward. In their head coach's fourth year out there, I like to see what I'm uh, what I'm seeing out of the Missouri Tigers. I think this uh, they've had a great season, man. They're gonna get rewarded for it, I believe. Look at that! Pac-12 has Washington, Oregon. They've got Arizona. Arizona. I'm, I'm curious to see. Team. One, I'm curious to see when. They, yeah, they really turned it on this year. Uh, yeah, Oregon State up there. Yeah, we'll see. But there you go. There's your top twenty-five. All this stuff doesn't matter. We got to play the game this weekend, and we'll see. Uh, we'll see who ends up uh, coming through. Boom. Man, hey, shout, shout out to my guy Michael over there in the Facebook chat. Said we all knew Cricket had a face for radio, but we who knew his voice was perfect for a podcast. Miss you too, man. Hope you're still still doing well. I am shooting a little pool still here and there when I get some time, man. But good to hear from you, bro. Hope all is well. Good thing he's got good looking co-host too to help kind of run things That's over right. here. That's the real MVP. That's the man, the glue that holds this thing together. Oh, <laughs> uh, shout out. Okay. Let's get into this. we got to go on to the next topic now. But I kind of want to do something funny. Uh, not something funny, but uh, Patriot465 dropped his uh, his contest picks. And I'm going to make you guys a promise right here, right now, Cricket. 
I am not going to change. <laughs> the Saints says the glue that changes the picks. That's I'm not going to change the picks this week, okay? I'm not okay. going to do it. That's cool. Yeah, I'm not going to do it. Cool fucking story. So you ready for this? Yeah. There's all the picks. I'm not going to change them. You notice something, Cricket? Looks like the is it the exact same as everybody had like it's the exact same. Not gonna change them. Listen, you guys can bitch and moan, or you can start rooting these things on. All right, because this is what we got. I told you I will not change the picks. Oh fuck, man! So I mean, you guys can fight against us all you want, or you could say, "Well, there's five winners right there," because you can change them, cricket. But why would you change five winners? That ain't five winners, man. That ain't five winners, man. I'm telling you. I'm pretty sure anyone with the Texans on it now is a loser. <laughs> a straight up loser. I don't know, chat. What do you think? Should we leave it all the same or should we let Cricket and everyone change their picks? It's up to you. I guess it would make for a real boring uh, super football podcast, huh? Yeah. Yeah, probably would. Probably definitely <laughs> would make way. for a boring super football podcast. By the way, we are ending over on YouTube. Thanks for hanging out. Come over to Rumble. <laughs> Come over to Rumble and see what Patriot4165 is saying in the chat. <laughs> we'll see you guys over there. <laughs> I need a refill before you get into all that. <laughs> and bye-bye, Twitter. We'll catch you guys later. Come over to Rumble. Game on show over on Rumble. You'll see us up on the homepage. All right, all right. Let's see. What does Patriot four six five say? F you will put my picks in. <laughs> I don't know. We're gonna have to see what the chat says. We'll have to see what the chat says. You know. Come on. Why would you want to change these? You think San Francisco is losing to the Eagles? No way. Texans to the Broncos. And of course, you know how to throw the Saints in there because we all hate the Saints. <laughs> Michael, uh, Michael, I am keeping it on uh, Facebook. So we're keeping it on Facebook. Uh, we'll do that for a little bit longer. So you can hang out with us. We'll, the whole stream will be up on Facebook. But uh, eventually it will just be about 20, 20, I say 20, and we're 30 minutes in. Some point in the stream, I'm going to end it on all these places other than Rumble. So if you haven't already, go check out Game On Show over on Rumble. I'll drop the link one more time uh, in the chats. The way everyone has them. If it will let me and it's not letting me, what are we doing? Oh, I guess I can't. Hmm. Well, I'll have Cricket do it because I guess I can't chat on the Facebook side. Anyways, Game On Show over on Rumble. Cricket, what what do you think? Look at these five winners. Those are not winners. <laughs> what do the rest of the lines look like? I haven't even seen what any of the other lines are yet. Don't need to see them, Cricket. You can take the week off. I know I don't need to see them. It wouldn't matter what I said anyway. <laughs> I wouldn't, I wouldn't uh, get them left up there. Oh, man. I'm just messing with you guys. I just wanted to see what you guys would think. <laughs> I think it would be funny, though. <laughs> oh, man. Um, what, what what are the lines looking like? Hold on. Let me put Patriot 4165's picks in. Uh, what are your picks again? He won't change his. What are yours again? He's got Dallas, Miami, Detroit, Kansas City, San Francisco. I got one right. <laughs> Hey, look at that. We got some closing line value already with Tennessee. You got one point of value there. I knew you'd like the Tennessee pick. 
knew it. Just knew it. I'm you not were taking, saying you liked him. I'm not, not taking, taking the fucking. I'm not taking the Texans out of principle. Well, out of sure. I think I'm just gonna leave my five and just watch them go five and zero, oh and be like, "Hey, cricket, remember when I said you didn't have to change your picks?" <laughs> I'll wait for that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Pitcher four and six five. He wanted uh, he wanted Dallas, Miami, Detroit, Kansas City. So Dallas. Ooh, that line's coming down. Yeah, I know. I see that. <clears throat> Scared me a little Detroit. bit. Going against my Saints? That's, that's risky. Miami and Kansas City? Welcome to Miami. I hope my if Miami doesn't get margin against the Commanders, I don't know what's wrong with them. I don't know what's wrong with yeah, them. Yeah, the Commanders are bad. All right. I locked yours in, buddy. I locked yours in. <laughs> F you will. <laughs> I love it. All right, go, go, great. Let's take a look here. All right, let's scroll down through there. <laughs> okay, hold on. <laughs> uh, so we got the Chargers, Patriots, six. Uh, let, me Saints, the Chargers. Just, let me get the Chargers. I'm just going to get the Saints out of here because I know you're not going to take them. Laying six with the Chargers? Probably going to change that one, but we're going to get oh, it there boy. just in case it goes on up. Uh, <laughs> I actually think I might wind up liking that Saints pick. I'm not going to take him right now, but I might wind up like, I think I like that, man. Damn, part of me wants to take the Texans too, but <laughs> <laughs> I just can't out of principle. I want the uh, I want the Jets. You want the Jets? Okay. Yeah. I think that defense is going to give Desmond Ritter all kinds of problems. Falcons don't play good on the road. They don't, they don't at all. They they really don't. That defense is pretty nasty. Desmond Ritter gonna have some trouble with that thing. I've been looking at that one all week. Uh, what is that Rams Browns line? Ooh. it's come down. It was at four. Now it's three and a half. Not that that means much, but I mean some money's coming on the Browns. Uh, yeah, keep going, keep going on down there for a little bit. I think I'm gonna wind up flipping to the Eagles. Ooh, I want the Packers too. I want the Packers and the Eagles. I'm totally gonna wind up changing that Packers pick though. Dude, you're gonna change all these picks. What are you talking? He's probably not wrong. I'll show you the rankings. Hold on, buddy. You and um you and Steps have the best record. You guys are in like the seven hundreds. You have the same score, but in the seven hundreds. Um, and then you said you wanted Packers. Oh, in the Saints, go marching. All right, there you go. Oh, did you want the Tennessee pick still? Yeah, 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 keep that. I want to keep that too right there. I told you I knew I had one, one that you like. <laughs> I do like that. At home, man, I like them boys at home. That's what I'm saying. I know you like them at home. That's why I was like, okay, all right. Uh, yeah, so, man, look at that. I'm not doing so hot. Our contest entry, though, look at that. 1,500, we're still in striking distance. Cricket. You motherfucker, you fucked me. What? You fucked me. I was. What? I, I would be in the top of thousands still. You changing? Yeah, we opinion. don't know that yet. No, we yeah, know. we know that. I don't know that. And then Steps and Patriot are both ranked seven twenty nine, seven twenty one, both with thirty four and a half. So we're in. We're there. Yeah. For now. <laughs> Buku says, and don't. He says. Because you said you're going to change your picks a whole bunch. He goes, and don't worry, Cricket. The ones you don't change, Will can handle. Yeah. yeah he's got this. Easy game for some folks. <laughs> oh, 
it makes for good entertainment absolutely absolutely and then i spend two hours trying to clip a video together That's i do it because i care hey man i'm learning things i'm learning things you know that's what you know you're, what trying to do. you're trying to challenge me to learn how to do things on, on exactly. the <laughs> You see this? Barring a miracle, Chargers coach Brandon Staley will be fired. So I'm what curious. The- about, like, why is he, first of all, why is he not fired yet? Second of all, you know the team's going to be inspired once he is fired. So that, that makes me, it makes me so curious about how they're going to play in New England this weekend. You know what I mean? What are they waiting Usually, on? I don't know. Usually you don't, well, the Chargers are super cheap. So they probably don't want to deal with any of that stuff. They're like, hey, if we're paying this guy, we're going to make him go out there. Also, the Chargers are probably thinking, this guy sucks. The more he sucks, the better draft pick we get. We don't want to change what, things up. That's what you ought to be thinking. Yeah, That's what you ought well, to be honestly, thinking. You let, you, you let him ride this wave this far, man. You might as well just keep yeah. him out there, let him go ahead and sink this ship all together. Yeah, I just don't know how the players are going to come out and play. They're like, Because like if, they got, if he got fired today, I would be like, oh, lay everything with the Chargers. They're going to come out inspired. Just lay it on the Patriots. Is he going to get fired by this weekend? I don't know, man. I need them to fire him soon. Yeah, we'll like, see. I don't know how he does bit. a job. Be cool if it's breaking news like before we got out of here. Speaking of before we get out of here, tomorrow we are going to be doing one of our – listen, we're winning this one. I'm doing homework tonight. I told you, I'm eating tri-tip tonight. I'm going to be eating my first meal in 72 hours. We've got everything cleansed out of the body, right? Going to get some good, good beef in the belly. Going to, I want to be dialed in tonight, and going to be doing my research. But we're going to be doing picks for the Thursday night football game, Seattle at Dallas. And guess what? You can join us too, and you can enter into these contests with us too over at Underdog Fantasy. What is Underdog Fantasy? They make fantasy sports easy. None of this season long stuff or you have to draft a team you've got to worry about trading players you know salary caps uh picking people up off of the waiver wire none of that stuff cricket you know what you just go in there and you just pick what guys are gonna do pick some of your favorite players are they gonna have a good game are they gonna have justin herbert staley gets fired herbert over one and a half passing touchdowns we can do that you know what i mean Matt. Yeah. You just go under. Doesn't even matter if it's a half. You just go under because he's not unless it's a pick six. If that counts as a touchdown pass, then mate, you got to read the rules on that one. But you go over to Underdog Fantasy, you sign up, and when you use promo code Rumble, they will match your first deposit up to five hundred dollars. Look at that. Everyone else gets a hundred. You just go to the generic site and they just get a hundred. You get an extra, an extra four hundred cricket, a little extra juice. A little a little thank you by just simply using promo code Rumble. Helps us out, helps Rumble out. Helps you out because you get free money. And look at this. We go up to the Pick'em League up here. Oh, God, look at this. We just, you want to go to the basketball games tonight? You think LeBron tonight with the play-in stuff or with the with the tournament set, you think he's going to have a big game? Okay, we'll go higher, right? We'll go higher. Oh, these were yesterday's picks. Get those out of here. Anthony Davis. What do you think? Cricket, 12 and a half rebounds over that. Parlay those two together and you get three times your money. You can do up to five picks and get up to 20 times your money, Cricket. Do you like 20 times your money on a bet, Cricket? I do like 20 times my money on a bet, man. I'm a big fan of that sort of thing. Yeah, and if you want, you can buy insurance. But no one cares about insurance because... Did you know these player props actually have like a 70% chance of going under? (laughs) Cricket, 
No one likes to bet lowers. All right. We're here to beat the odds. Uh, uh, well, by beating the odds, that means we won. So we should probably start looking at that because they do have about a 70% chance of going under. We got to start looking at that, man. We're well, you know what you have a hundred percent chance of getting your first deposit matched up to five hundred dollars over on fantasy or underdog fantasy when you sign up using promo code Rumble. So go sign up today over there at Underdog Fantasy. They have an app. They have a great website, as you can see here. Use promo code Rumble, and tomorrow on the stream, uh, we're going to be doing our our pick, our parlay. Which let's be honest, we're going to do more than one. I also don't work tomorrow, so we can do a longer show. Uh, yeah, uh, we do our parlay for the Thursday night football game, Seattle at Dallas. Mm, that'd be fun. You ready man. for that, Cricket? You ready I am that? ready for that. I am ready for that. Chat, y'all be ready for that, man. Get your best prop that you got going into that one tomorrow night. Let's put one together. See if we can't find a winner in this thing. Pissant says your ass is going to be asleep after the food coma. Nuh-uh, dude. You don't get a food coma when you don't eat sugar. It's just going to be straight beef. I got this new salt, too. Can't wait to try it out. Protein. This whole point why I did this cleanse and stuff like that so I could break all my cravings. You know what I mean? That's fair. Sucks. That's fair. It sucks, but then once you break it, you're like, oh, I could just sit there and eat eat two pounds of beef, two pounds of steak, tri- tri-tip cricket. Oh, it's going to be so good. It'll be so good. Patriot 416 says, I don't know why I thought Dallas was going to Seattle. That changes everything playing at home. So you liked laying the points with Dallas in Seattle? Man, you must love them then at home. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. rebounds is a sure thing with all the bricks NBA throws these days. Absolutely. Absolutely. Agree 100. Uh, okay. Cricket. We did that. Oh, by the way, it's still November, right? November 29th, sir. That means you still got time to go sign up over at sportspicks.locals.com because they're running a little Thanksgiving special over there. Tell the people cricket of what you can get over at sportspicks.locals.com. Well, over at sportspicks.locals.com, you can get the greatest value in sports handicapping. Got the great Robert Barnes making the official picks, now 9-0 and on his big 5% plays this year. Got another 5% play out this week for college football. You get over there and sign up before the end of the month. You get 40% off your annual subscription by using the promo code THANKSGIVING. Get over there and take advantage, y'all. Do not miss out with the bowl season and the NFL playoffs approaching. There'll be a lot more of those 5% plays out there. Get over and sign up before the end of the month, man. Use the promo code THANKSGIVING. Get 40% off your annual subscription. Sportspicks.locals.com. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. And you know what's also beautiful? I just texted Steps because I just sent him some money this morning. Yep. We got the old fan underdog fantasy account loaded up and ready to Oh, ready loaded to and ready to go, baby. Oh, yeah. So it's going to be fun. Punch TV's in the house. Yo, what up, guys? What up, buddy? Pissing it says, what up? What up? What I up? think he was saying what up to Pudge. I'm like, look, you got to shut the fuck up. You, you, that plays over. We know this, Cricket. We okay. know this. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> uh, what about okay. the NBA playing tournament, man? What's going on with that? We're going to get, get there in a second. But first, speaking of the NBA, Mark Cuban. Ooh. Hold on. Actually, I got I to do that real quick. Okay. Yeah, speaking of the NBA, we got Mark Cuban has uh, has sold. He's going to sell his majority stake of the Mavericks for $3.5 billion. This dude leaves Shark Tank this week, selling his majority stake. So I guess what happened in here is uh, the buyers, let's see, who is it? It's the, um, it's the, what family? Got a crazy name. Adelson family. 
wants yeah. to buy two billion dollars uh, of 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 the Mavericks, which at the valuation of three point five billion is like a fifty seven percent. So they'll be majority owners, but they still want apparently they want Cuban to still run everything. So yeah. basically, just gonna he gets to collect this portion. Big- fat paycheck and he still gets to be in charge of basketball operations still has stock in the team this guy is a fucking og man he's got it figured out i think he's dumb i think he's dumb and we're gonna get into get into this but my man is gonna collect his two billion i think that i think these people are smart though they they get a piece of the mavericks right they get the addis uh was it adelson family the adelson family is actually getting a hell of a deal here Two billion, they get fifty-seven percent stake, and they don't got to do a damn thing but just watch this thing. They, they leave the same guy in charge and just watch this thing grow. I mean, he did buy this thing. He did buy this thing back in the day in year two thousand for two hundred eighty-five million, and now he's uh, selling it at a valuation of three point five billion. So he clearly knows how to grow it. But here's where Mark Cuban has messed up cricket. He only sold it for three point five billion. He only valued it at three point five billion. Let's take a look at this. I think Forbes, Forbes is pretty respected pretty, on the valuation yeah, of teams. Pretty credible right. source. Pretty credible okay. source. Okay. So the number one valued team in the NBA is the Golden State Warriors. Um, let's see, at, at $7.7 billion, which is more than double the Mavs. All right, so that's kind of embarrassing. Yeah, he didn't sell um, it all, the Mavs. Right? Yeah, but he did it based off of the total valuation that they, they did is 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 is. 3.5. Okay. So, so he's selling okay, 2 billion you. of the 3.5. So he's 57%. I got yeah. I got you. So the majority share. Then there's the Knicks. All right. Knicks, 6.6 billion. How are the Knicks worth that much money? Because it's in New York. It's Madison Square Garden. Uh, that's fair. <laughs> I guess, man. The, the people paying that kind of money to go watch them motherfuckers be. And then 6.4 billion for the Lakers. Yeah. That doesn't surprise me. No, that doesn't surprise me at all. 4.7 billion for the Celtics. All right. I'm really surprised the Celtics aren't worth more than the fucking Knicks. Yeah, I that's I think it's just because it's, it's New York, it's Madison Square Garden. Yeah, they just got more money up there. <laughs> All right, and then this, oh, and you got the Clippers, right? Clippers, another big LA. That one's kind of shocking, but four point six five billion, but it's LA. Right? No, that's just that's just like that New York shit. It's LA. Yeah, this is where it gets kind of it starts getting embarrassing. Oh wait, no, we got one more. Then we got the Chicago Bulls, which I. Four point six billion for the Bulls. Come on, no. Thanks, thanks, Michael. <laughs> yeah, Michael's still holding up the valuation for the. Yeah, this is where it gets real embarrassing, though. Number seven, the Dallas Mavericks, valued at four point five billion. Wait a minute, he missed out on some money. Mark Cuban, yeah, he just valued it at three point five billion. Forbes is saying, no, 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 sir, it's worth four point five. My man left a billion on the table. You guys are telling me this is some smart entrepreneur businessman. He could have at least picked up an extra 500 mil there easily. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. He gave up a majority stake in his company and he left a billion on the table. I'm a cricket. This guy ain't I, smart. This I, ain't sharp. It's hard. It's hard for me to throw any shade at Mark Cuban. He's done all right in his endeavors. Yeah, but you know what you haven't done that he has done? You haven't left a billion on the table. That's for sure. <laughs> no, never been in that spot. <laughs> never, never had a chance saying, to leave man. a billion on the table if i'm ever in that spot um, i feel like i will have made it if i can leave a billion on the table probably means i got a pretty good amount in the bag i'm i don't care who you are you shouldn't you think warren buffett leave a billion on the table i don't think he would i uh, probably not man i don't know i feel like you think bill belichick would leave a billion on the table they ain't nobody offering that man that kind of money if he was in that situation would he leave it on the table he'd be on to cincinnati man 
We all know Donald Trump wouldn't leave a billion on the table. That's for sure. No, <laughs> no. Donald Trump, would have, Donald Trump would have sold the maps for uh, seven billion. How about that, that? that motherfucker <laughs> won't leave a quarter on the sidewalk, man. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so we'll see. Uh, I think this is just a financial move for this family. Uh, the lady here is like 90 years old. So I think this is just uh, uh, oh, just yeah, a business deal. I mean, like we, the best thing you can get into is like is in business as we've seen over the last 20 years is if you can afford it, buy one of these sports franchises, right? Yeah, or get a piece of these and just watch it just go up, 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 up. I mean, yeah. sports right on television. That's st- no one can beat that. That's the number one thing on television is sports. Yeah. Live sports. Absolutely. absolutely, man. Yeah. You look at guys like Jerry Buss that bought the Lakers back in what? 79 or 80 and the the amount of money these franchises are worth now has gone up exponentially yeah if you got if you got that kind of money man invest in a sports team somewhere yeah and uh yeah was it jerry jones about the cowboys for what was it 25 million or something patriot 465 now 25 million he did what now what'd you say oh jerry jones it was bought, like, oh, it was yeah. yeah it was like 60 or 70 million i think so i think like it was that. like i think it was way i think it was way less than that it, it may have been it, and it's worth what is it it's what are the Cowboys worth now? That, Seven billion or something like that. They're the most, right? They're they're the highest. They're yeah, the maybe they're nine billion. They're worth the most. Yeah, that's Cowboys uh, valuation nine billion. And what did <laughs> what did Jerry Jones buy him for? See if you can look that up. What did he buy him for? It's not it's not much. It's like I thought it was like fifty million or something. Let's see. And it's worth mm-hmm. nine billion now. Oh, okay. Never mind. He bought it. I guess okay. It was way more than I thought. He bought it for 140 million, which okay. today's terms would be like if he bought it for almost 300 million today. Just <laughs> 140 million to nine billion. <laughs> That's unreal, dude. Some people just live right, man. And you know yeah, what's bad is that they're making all this money off these franchises, and they winning no championships, man. The highest paid franchises in. The sport, except the, the Warriors. The Warriors have won a few championships, but most of the highest, the franchise worth the most money in these sports ain't winning nothing, man. Yeah, but they've won stuff in the past. That's that, that's great. Before we were that fucking holds alive, you up there. Before we I were alive, and keeps you up there. I guess so. Man. Got all that history, man. You can't take those trophies away. Yeah, wait till wait till all these old people die with all this money, and the young people got it, and see who wants to buy your franchise then. Yeah, but uh, Mark Cuban leaving a billion on the table. Patriot four six five says sounds like Cuban owed them something. Sounds like sounds like Cuban. That I don't know. Everyone speculates that Cuban. Cuban's leaving Shark Tank. Cuban's selling his big stake in the Mavs. People think he's going to make a presidential they, run. They I don't are. think. I don't think he's making a pre- presidential run if if he's still going to be operating things in Dallas. You know yeah, what I mean? Like you can't operate as the president and also operate as the owner of a franchise. Not 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 enough time in the day, man. Oh, okay. I thought you meant like legally. I'm like, well, yeah, he just has to sign it. No, I mean, he legally could. There just ain't enough time in the day, man. To, to yeah, yeah. Your, you can't focus. Yeah, you can't yeah. focus. You, yeah. To give the effort you need to that thing. This uh, this this family owns casinos and stuff too, man. Mark didn't Mark didn't uh, lay a big marker somewhere, did he, man? Yeah. Pudge TV says hoping these picks will work out this week. Of course they are. Over on Underdog Fantasy, sign up using promo code Rumble. Those payouts for Sunday were crazy, dude. The fact that Trevor Lawrence screwed us, man. Oh man, man. man. Yeah, wind up getting screwed in that game more than one way. Yeah. <laughs> Lee Largo says, morning, guys. I went live on Rumble for the first time yesterday. Congrats, nice. man. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Here we go. Here we go. There we go. 
That's right. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. I just had to play that one. I wanted to. And he says, uh, try to go. Oh, shoot. What did I do? Oh, we just marked it there. And he said, try to go when uh, y'all weren't on. I'm thinking of doing afternoon live streams during the week for now. Monday night football was awful. Yes, it was. Awful. It was terrible. It was terrible that the team that didn't score a touchdown won the game. Um, <laughs> That's never good. That's never good. But yeah, Super James is in the house. What up, buddy? And he also says, what time? Yeah, let us know what time, dude. Let us know what time. Share. Hey, Lee Largo, drop the drop your channel link in here, too, so people can follow it. Absolutely. Drop man. it in the chat. You guys are more than welcome to share stuff in the chat. Like Promote it. Put it out there, especially if we're talking Rumble. Uh, we want everyone, everyone to be growing over on Rumble. Ain't that right, Chris? Yeah. That's right. Rumble takeover, man. Rumble takeover. Yeah, people Rumble like YouTube takeover. suck. Yes, they do. That's why we're not currently streaming there right now because you only get the full show over here. Yeah, eventually I'll get around to uploading it on uh, on YouTube, but uh, it might be yeah, a few well, days. Maybe maybe let Trying us get monetized. Yeah, if we ever could ever get monetized, I don't think we're getting tagged on stupid shit. We might stream on your your space a little bit more, man. But when you give us the bullshit, we ain't got no need for you. I just found out that my because my buddy was like, dude, you haven't like done a podcast since May, and I go. No, I do. I've done a fucking podcast like every day. We do it every every day, every day. Yeah, but I'm like, my site that I use to upload the audio version, just fucking like back then, like took a shit on me. Like it just wouldn't work, and I didn't have the time to like want to message support and do all this stuff. And I said fuck it because we were doing all this stuff, and I just you know so much time put into the streaming stuff that I was like, well, screw it, whatever. Well, I just checked it out today, and uh, I did a test one. I uploaded uh one of our um. One of our underdog fantasy picks from oh, it was a Friday night one. So I just did a little clip, uploaded it. It, it worked this time. So I don't know. It seems to be working now. So I might start put, uh, putting up the audio versions of this stuff too. Yeah, man. Yeah. But it will be obviously after the fact. Yeah. So if you want to catch it live, you come over here. You come over here to Rumble. Yeah. Of course, man. Rumble takeover. Leet Largo says rumble.com slash user slash Leet Largo. I think that's the URL. Usually around. 2.30 p.m. when I'm in office working from home due to back injury right now. Thanks, guys. Ooh, hope that back injury gets better for you, buddy. 2.30 yeah, p.m. Is that Eastern? Like, or are you or are we, uh, we, we, you out on the West Coast with me? Let me see. Rumble.com slash user slash Elite Largo. I'm gonna, we're going to pull this thing up. Boom. Look at that. I'm giving you a follow, buddy. Look at that. There you go. Man, there we go. Went live for the first time. Yes, Eastern, 2.30 Eastern. There's the easy easy link right there for you guys to click on it. Boom. Let's go. Rumble takeover. Give my man a follow. He's at 8 right now. Should be at 9. I just clicked follow, so there should be 9. I don't know. We'll see. Anyways, there you go. All right, Cricket. Uh, one thing I wanted to get to real quick, quick story, before we get into uh, check out the NBA play and stuff. Um, Washington State's quarterback, I hate him, uh, Cam Ward has already received $10 million offers to transfer schools. This is WSU star finished number four in total passing yards in college football and will be uh, one of the top returning QBs in the sport. And I just think that's silly. Dude, I was saying this before the stream. Anyone that goes to Washington State throws for a ton of yards, dude. 
And if you watch Cam Ward play, he's not that good. He's he's like got heavy feet. He's like real flat footed. Doesn't move around in the pocket. Keeps the, as you can ah. see in this fucking photo. Look at this motherfucker. He keeps his the ball way down at his hip. He thinks he's like Brett Favre or something. He's not. You don't keep the ball down to your hip like that. Didn't you? Didn't you live in the athletic dorm when you were at Washington State, man? Didn't you say there was sure a guy there that threw threw for a bunch of yards? Not Gardner. Yeah, there was another guy. It wasn't Gardner. You had Halliday. Three for 5,000 yards. That guy was a goofy looking mother. Dude, that guy. This is all alleged, but I might have known one of the top drug dealers on campus and he had to stop <laughs> giving. This is all alleged. This is just, you know, some little birdie told me. Had to stop giving him fucking because like they were winning games and he's throwing all this bunch of yards and he was just doing uh Molly every like weekend. <laughs> and the dude got the drug dealer got so nervous. He's like, dude, you're like the starting quarterback. I'm, you're gonna like have holes in your brains if you keep doing this shit and yeah. put them yeah. off. He's out there just rolling nuts, throwing for 500 yards a game. <laughs> but yeah, dude, you got yeah, tool. A guy named Tool threw for a bunch of yards at Washington State. <laughs> a guy like, named Tool. <laughs> but hey. Congrats to Cam Ward. Go get that money, man. One of the names on here. I bet you he goes south. I bet you gets out of here. I don't know, man. man. I don't know where the guy's from or what he likes, if he likes the state of Washington or something like that. Because the fact that the Huskies want him, that's interesting. I think he ends up going. Man, if he, if he had a choice, I, I don't see I don't see him going to Ohio State. I can't believe Ohio State wants him next year. That's interesting to me. Uh, I, I, think, I think Miami or A&M. I think A&M. Would be a good pick. Yeah. I, th- I think A&M would be yeah, the yeah. new coach, Mike Elko, coming in, showing a guy, Mike Elko, up there at Duke with the Riley Leonard, used a lot of that RPO stuff, allowed guys to make plays with his legs. Uh, I think that would be a, a kind of soft landing spot for him right there. You're not going to have overwhelming expectations as, as you would at a place like Ohio State. Auburn's even tough. Washington, after what they've done this year, you go down to Miami, and that's just a dumpster fire. I wouldn't go play for Mario Cristobal. No, thank you. Uh, but I would not mind going down to College Station and playing for Coach Elko, man. I love that guy, and I think he's going to turn that program in the right direction. I think that could be a pretty soft landing spot for Mr. Ward. And we know that Texas A&M isn't afraid to uh, make a bad investment. So No, they'll spend that, <laughs> that money. They will spend that money, bro. <laughs> uh, but congrats to Cam Ward. Go get your money, man. I just I don't think that's – I wouldn't do it if I was one of these programs. But, hey, maybe – you know, maybe – they don't got a good recruiting class class they like. Maybe they want a, a veteran QB with some experience out I don't, there. I don't see Washington State on that list, man. They, y'all ain't going to give him a million dollars to hang out? Dude, we don't have a million dollars to give I, <laughs> all our athletes. We don't have a million dollars in NIL, he said, for everybody. For we're, everybody. Not even, we're, we're one of two teams in this conference called the Pac-12. They're, they're <laughs> probably like, bro, we wouldn't give you 100000 if we had it. Go Bro, on, let all the other schools overpay. I, for you. If I was Washington State, I'd be looking at me like, dude, you lost to Stanford at home. You only put up seven points on Stanford at home this season. Get the fuck out of here. Couldn't even get us to yeah. a bowl game, you bum. Yeah, we bum. we have yeah, higher we have, yeah. we have we have we have higher standards in that cricket. That's fair. That's fair. Get out of here, man. Bye. Yeah, get, get out of here, you bum. Bum. <laughs> Fucking bums. Fucking. Hate <laughs> at least you ain't gotta watch them no more this year, man. Hey, it does look like James Madison is going to squeak into a bowl game, man. We didn't have enough uh, bowl-eligible teams. Not enough teams got the six wins, so rather than drop thanks to Thanks to my Cougs. Yeah, thanks to your fucking Cougs, man. They were one of those. Uh, not getting there. The Not the, even the APR rate, but the two teams. Uh, you got Jacksonville State, who's also in the same transition as James Madison is. But it looks like both those schools are going to wind up landing in a bowl game right there, man. Well-deserved. <clears throat> 
Nice, nice. Let's see. So it looks like uh, it looks like yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Also, that's just the NCAA saving their ass too, right? Fuck them. Pudge TV says thoughts on the upcoming Alabama Georgia game. Oh, you know we have to wait till we get into the Jeep to talk about that. <laughs> Patriot says he'll go to Clemson. That'd be funny. Oh, that would be fuck funny. that. Uh, so we had uh, we had the last day of group stage, uh, in the NBA for the play-in tournament or for the in-season tournament. I say play-in in-season tournament uh, delivers drama ahead of the quarterfinals. So let's take a look at what happened. The NBA's inaugural in-season tournament has reached the knockout rounds, uh, which will accumulate to one team hosting in the NBA Cup. That's a stupid name. And each of its players walking away with half a million dollars. Cam Ward's getting twice as much as those NBA players. Wow. That's After all funny. 30 teams were split into six groups and played four group stage games across November, eight have now qualified for the quarterfinals. You got the Bucks, the Pacers, the Celtics, the Knicks. In the Eastern Conference, they got the Lakers, Kings, Pelicans, Suns. Wow, somehow the Suns squeaked in there, huh? Wow. So let's see. Okay. Pacers will host uh, the Celtics on Monday night, followed by the Pelicans facing the Kings in Sacramento. Tuesday will set the Bucks to host the Knicks, followed by the Suns playing L.A. Both con- uh, contests are rematches from the group stage. Okay, I'm I'm pretty sure this is one like it's one game scenario here. Yep, it is. The winners will advance to the semifinals on December 7th at T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas, followed by the championship game on December 9th. So what exactly is the NBA Cup? How will t- the tournament work? Why is it happening? And what is the NBA hoping to get out of this? I don't know. We'll figure that out later. Dramatic final day of the group stage sets action for the quarterfinals. I guess last day, okay. Um, with all eight of Tuesday's games having implications for which teams have advanced to the quarterfinals, the standings changed constantly throughout the course of the evening. By the end of the night, the bracket was set. With all five Eastern Conference games tipping off at the same time, it wasn't until the slate's final buzzer that the Bucks clinched the top seed by beating the Miami Heat 131-124 to win Group B. As the evening unfolded, it remained unclear how things were going to shake out, even after teams had won their games. The Knicks, for example, had to wait about a half an hour after they hammered the Hornets 115 to 91 to find out that they were going to be uh, facing Milwaukee as a wild in the wild card. Let's see. Uh, it's met its intended purposes, says Knicks coach. Okay. Meanwhile, the Celtics 124 97 blowout win over the Chicago Bulls. I told you guys this yesterday. Lay the 13 with with the Celtics, and I did. We won. Allowed them to top the, uh, they've got group C. Let's see. And they're playing the Pacers. The game that would have had the, okay, here we go. This is where it gets interesting. And the game that wound up having the night's biggest impact in the East was the B- Brooklyn Nets. 115-103 win over the Toronto Raptors as it handed the group to the Celtics. If Toronto had won that game, the Orlando Magic would have won the group by virtue of their home win over the Celtics on Friday. Wow. But because of Boston's big margin of victory versus the Bulls, the Seas won the three-way tie over Orlando and Brooklyn by having the best point differential. Wow, that's weird. I wish someone would have told us about that yesterday on the stream. Oh, wait. He did. <laughs> from the Jeep. Me. Oh, from the Jeep you did? You told us this? Yeah. Remember I said, hey, for example, Boston has no no uh, like uh, margin of victory. They're, they have very, very low. So they need a big blowout win against the Bulls tonight. And guess what? They blew him out 124-97. I laid the 13 with the Celtics last night. That was nice. an easy winner. 
Yeah. I got on, I got on steps, uh, first quarter bet minus four and a half there. That was a winner. That was a winner. So, and that's what they needed. And that was the difference of them. If they didn't blow out the bulls, they wouldn't be in the tournament right now. So there you go, man. Okay. There you go. So there we go. We got, uh, we got the quarterfinal set. Look at that. So it's we gonna got, be interesting. Like, yeah. And they, uh, this ends up December 9th. Is that what you said? That's when the championship is or whatever. Yeah. They'll play these games, uh, December 4th and December 5th. They've got games before then, but these just, when these games happen, this is when, when they'll be. So December 4th, December 5th, and then December 7th will be the semis. And then the championship will be December 9th. It's cool, man. Adds a little flair to the early season action. That's kind of overshadowed by all the football still going on. You know, a lot of NBA. I don't get interested in NBA until after March Madness. I feel like when we're closing down the playoff stretch, there, all the games mean something. Another sport that there's a whole lot of games in that some of them wind up. You see these load management and stuff. So this is cool. You got some that keeps these guys engaged early on in the season and actually gives you something to play for right there. Half a million dollars ain't nothing to sneeze at. No, sir. And look at this cricket. Here are your odds to win the title. You got wow. Wow, you got the bot, the team that barely squeaked in that needed a big win to squeak in is your favorite to win it all. The Boston Celtics followed up by the Milwaukee Bucks at plus 350. Celtics were plus 300. Then you got the Lakers. I mean, I kind of, I kind of like it. I was saying this yesterday. I think there's value on the Lakers here. We're getting plus 550. I feel like Lakers, they got the number one seed over there in the West. So they're going to be hosting the game. I think I want to take the Lakers at plus 550, hoping they get to the championship game and then, you know, hedged out of that one. Because, I mean, LeBron, you know LeBron wants to win this one. You know LeBron, we're going over on all his stuff for these tournament games, right? We're, we're betting over. Triple doubles. Everything. I think I'm going to bet the Pacers. You like the Pacers, huh? I think I'm going to bet the Pacers at 12-1 to 1 right there. They're going to get Boston at home in that first matchup. We all know how home court advantage is in a game like basketball, man. You can definitely turn the tides a little bit right there. So, yeah, I think I, I like the value there. If I'm going to bet this thing. Well, I think I'm going to put a little sprinkle on the Pacers at 12 to 1. I'll tell you what, I'm going to bet on that Pacers Boston game is the over. Pacers game over. Yeah. God almighty. <laughs> they, they score some points. Is that, that They're the ones that played in that 157 to 152 or whatever, ain't it? Yep. 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 Yeah. God almighty. Yeah. Shoot the, they shoot the ball, man. Yeah. And play zero defense. And then we got the Knicks with the worst odds at 14 to 1. They got to match up. They got to go to Milwaukee, man. That's not going to be easy. That ain't going to be easy. That's also, not going to be easy. Yeah. Also, they do so. <laughs> Still don't what know about why the Suns, so huh? No one's talking about the Suns who they match up for. Oh, they match up at the Lakers. Ooh, I don't like that for the Lakers. I see why the Lakers are plus five fifty. But the Lakers, both, I think both plus five fifty. Yeah, I think the Lakers get it done. I do. I think that I think they're going to beat the Suns in that one. That's their size. Yeah, There's going to be an Anthony Davis game. You know who? Yeah, probably so. Who do the Kings play in the first round? Pelicans. They host the Pelicans. Pelicans, stupidest name in sports. <laughs> God Almighty, we won't, we won't get into that. I won't. I won't bore y'all with that again. Uh, I may. I might like a little sprinkle on the Kings too. I like we'll that catch Kings up on. Pick. You like that Kings pick? Yeah. I mean, the Kings they beat the Pelicans. They got an easy. What, what are their odds? They're plus also 550. plus five fifty. I fucking hate awesome. these bookies. They're so fucking. Ah no! Look at that. Plus three hundred. Plus three fifty. And then three plus five fifty is two plus twelve hundred and a plus fourteen hundred. Yeah, God, the best bet is God. probably Kings plus five fifty because they're going to beat the Pelicans. And then you're going to just need them to beat the Lakers or the Suns to go to could the championship. Just, and then in the championship, you just hedge out. Could just bet all three of the plus 550s and root against everybody else. 
<laughs> with that yeah. knowledge, the Pelicans. With if you bet all those, the Pelicans would be the ones that ended up coming out of the the West and <laughs> just screwing all your bets. Fuckers. They probably will anyway, just because I hate them. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Elite Largo says uh, my maybe not so silly bet for college this week: Oregon, Alabama, Louisville. Just because I want this to happen, it could happen, man. It could happen. I think I, I think Louisville's beating Florida State. Yeah. Also, what the fuck is this in-season tournament? Well, we just broke that down for you. Uh, that should pay a bit, Lee Largo. Yes, it should. In NBA in season is some ridiculous scheme to get people to care about the NBA. That's true, says Super James. It's a marketing uh, ploy to uh, draw sponsors and boost failing ratings. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> oh man! All right, Cricket. I'm gonna go warm up the Jeep. What do you want to pull up? What do you want me to pull up? Go warm up the Jeep, man. I'm gonna pull up college football for a minute. We're gonna have to run through it. Pretty no. Quick yeah, we're gonna pull up college football. I'm gonna have to run through it pretty quick this morning because I, I got something I gotta do when I get done here. But we uh we got a few minutes. We got a few minutes. We'll get a little bit of riding with Will today. You don't want to talk any any uh any NFL, huh? Huh? No, y'all give me enough. Y'all give me enough of that, man. <laughs> I think this has like been the least amount of NFL we talked this week. The season, I know, right? This, season. this one is getting down to crunch time. We quit talking yeah, about I know. it. That's great. All right, I'll be right back. All right, man, do your thing. Just want to look at some of these lines, guys. Some of these lines have moved overnight right here in these college football games. You got New Mexico State and Liberty at 7 p.m. on Friday night. That is still sitting where it was yesterday. Liberty minus 10. Liberty minus 410 on the money line. New Mexico State plus 320. And the total sitting at 55 and a half right there. I am still avoiding this game like the plague. I don't know which way I want to go on this one. It's two up in the air. I think 10 points may be too much to give in a conference championship game right there. A game I'm pretty sure these teams played. I think it was a close game early in the season. I'll have to look into that one, but I think I'm going to wind up avoiding this game altogether. I know some of you guys like Liberty Biberty out there, but I'm just not a big fan of this one, man. I have to I have to cut you off for a second. <laughs> Super James, or Hellport says, just have to say, the info you guys provide is awesome. Investment advice with Will and Cricket. Buy a sports franchise. Okay, I'm in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, that's all, all you got to do, man. Sign up. You got to have money to make money. <laughs> hey, listen, we hit one of these big parlays. I think we got a chance. That's all yeah. I'm saying. Tell me there's a chance. <laughs> that's all we want. <laughs> Oregon and Washington in the Pac-12 championship. I think this is a de facto play-in game at this point. After we see the college football playoff rankings come out last night with Washington sitting at number three and Oregon at number five, I don't see any way the committee keeps either one of these teams out of the playoff. Based off if they win this game, Oregon wins. I believe they jump up there into the top four. If Washington wins, they're obviously not going anywhere. They'll be sitting there at 13 and 0. And there's no way they're dropping out of the top four without losing the game. So I think this is pretty much a play-in game for the playoffs right here. So the loser will be eliminated and the winner will move on, in my opinion, right there. Nine and a half. I still think the Ducks are probably going to blow the doors off in this thing. I really do. It's tough to beat a, a really good team twice in the same season, especially when you just escaped before it's not like washington really put it on them right there oregon's been sitting around no they let some some key key plays slip away from them in that last game against washington up there losing by a field goal had a chance they should have tied they had a field goal they could have got right before halftime did not do it wound up costing them i think oregon is going to be focused polished bo nicks trying to win that heisman as is michael Penix, though that's why you got to be a little careful right here but i still i'm not seeing this line creep down at all any it's not going up. If it goes up, I'll feel better about the Ducks, but it is not. It's set right there at nine and a half, staring us in the face. I don't know on this one just yet. We'll have to watch the line, but I still think I'm leaning toward the Ducks. I think Oregon is going to put it on them on Friday night. Um, Texas went up to minus 15 yesterday. It's gone back down to minus 14 and a half. I still think Texas is 
going to come in. They know they need style points to impress that committee right there to try to get in this thing. I don't see any way they don't come out and just handle business with Oklahoma State. An Oklahoma State team that started slow in some games, they start slow against this Texas team. I don't think they'll ever be able to climb out of that hole. But once again, Texas, the Longhorns, going to be really focused in this thing, know what they got to do, know they got a tall task ahead of them. A lot of things got to happen in front of them for them to get in that thing, but they know they cannot get in without a win. I think they're going to come out ready to go as well, much like the Ducks. And Oklahoma State just doesn't have the talent and depth to stay on the field with this Texas team. I've said it I don't know how many times. Steve Sarkeesian's most talented team. Texas, I don't see any way Oklahoma State can keep this one within a couple touchdowns right there. So I think the Longhorns are going to handle business. This line has crept down some. Miami was at eight and a half yesterday. Miami, Ohio now plus seven and a half, plus 235 on the money line. Toledo is minus 290. And the total is sitting at 44 right there. I don't know what to do with this one. I think maybe you can go Toledo money line, but this is another game that was pretty close early in the year. I, I don't know. I don't know. This is Maction, Mac Championship. I don't care they're playing it on Saturday. It don't matter to me. I can't touch this one. Good luck to any of you Toledo betters out there, but watch out because that line is creeping down. Somebody might know something. If it gets under the key number of seven, y'all better leave that thing alone or take Miami of Ohio. This line has stayed the same. Boise State and UNLV, and I get what Mountain West Championship right here. Boise State minus two and a half, minus 135 on the money line. UNLV plus 114 right there. I, I think I'm still on the Smurf turfs right here. Total sitting at 58 and a half. Probably going to look at that over and see how these teams uh, fared against in-conference foes right there as far as scoring points. But Boise State has been a scoring machine. You know, these played some, in some high-scoring games as well. So I think we might look at the total right there and go over 58-and-a-half. But we'll monitor that one a little close. We got till uh, Saturday at 3 p.m. right there for the Mountain West. But I think I'm leaning toward the Broncos in that thing. Georgia and Alabama, I'm going to wait till Will gets back so we can talk Georgia and Alabama a little bit right there. I know some of y'all had asked about that one. SMU Tulane, this game I do not understand. I don't know what's going on in this thing. You had the news come out yesterday, SMU's quarterback is out now with a broken leg like they didn't know that was coming. But the line shot up to minus five and a half for Tulane with the news of him being out. And now it has gone all the way back down to minus four, which is where it originally was when we, I mean, I don't know, maybe they had already factored in that the quarterback wasn't going to play. I don't know. I don't know why they would have factored that in. And then when they ruled him out that the, the line shot up to minus five and a half right there. And now it has gone back down to minus four. A bunch of sharp money and big money must have piled on the Mustangs when all when that line went up to five and a half right there. This might be an SMU money line play. I've told y'all before, there's some people I respect their opinion that I think are very sharp. And a lot of them are on the SMU Mustangs this week. And with that line doing what it's doing, you know, I thought for sure maybe they had made those decisions without knowing the starting quarterback was going to be out. But now he's out, and they moved the lineup, but they didn't leave it there for long. They moved it right back down. So somebody might know something in this one. I thought I was going to be on Tulane right here with that line creeping up yesterday. But the fact that it's gone back down to the original number right there, even with the news of the quarterback being out for SMU, something feels funny right here. And I don't know I don't know what it is. I'm going to have to really deep dive into this one because everything inside of me wants to take Tulane which is probably why I'll have to flip to the other side right there. But this one's funny, y'all. Be careful on that one. Appy State and Troy, the Sun Belt Championship right there. Appy State's gone down a half point. They were plus six and a half yesterday. It's crept down to plus six. I think Troy's a really, really good football team. Total sitting at 52 and a half. Appy State's plus 200 on the money line. Troy is minus 245. I, for some reason, I am just leaning toward the Mountaineers in this thing. I, I liked them at plus six and a half. I thought it was kind of funny that they didn't move it up to that key number right there because Troy has played really good football all year long. 
And Appy State, though, coming off two big-time wins, getting that win at James Madison and then getting the win against their rival, Georgia Southern, last week at home where they went down big early in that thing, then had a 24-point second quarter, wound up pouring it on late against Georgia Southern. And when that thing going away, got the easy cover for us. But I think I might wind up being on the Mountaineers again this week. They feel like a team that's kind of trending in the right direction, playing their best football at the right time of the year. Now they have a chance to go win a conference championship, get another worthy opponent. Happy State tends to rise to the occasion in these spots, and I think I'm probably going to wind up taking the points in the Mountaineers right there. Also might not be another bad money line spot. Louisville and Florida State. I think I'm going to wind up talking myself into taking Louisville in this thing. I don't know. Uh, Florida State, I just can't put the faith in them with Tate Rodemaker that I had in them with Jordan Travis. They were one of my top teams all year long with Jordan Travis running the show. But as soon as he went down, I immediately about face on this team because I just simply don't think they're the best team, one of the top four teams in the country. I don't. They're, they're a lot worst team without they like any team is when you lose your starting quarterback so i just can't have them in that top four because i don't think they are a top four team i think they're barely a top 10 team without that guy you know why i like the mustangs and you should bet the mustangs this week why is that that was my middle school mascot go stangs baby okay i can live with that we're the monticello mustangs i oh that sounds that sounds pretty cool that sounds like a one of my created teams on NCAA football or something. I think that's how they came up with the name. That's probably true. That, that is probably true. Let's talk about Alabama and Georgia before you get out of here. Because I think I am when you got to go, man. We got about 10 minutes left. I'm going to have to get – I got some stuff I got to do this morning. I think we're just going to sign off there and we'll come back. We'll give them a good show tomorrow when you're off work. I got to – because I've already kind of covered these and I got some stuff I got to take care of for work. He's a busy, busy man. I am. A, I'm a busy man today, man. I'm a busy man today. I got stuff I got to get done. So let, let's. We'll go ahead and knock these out for him. No riding with Will. Here. Okay. Okay. I can dig it. Let's do uh, it. Yeah. Alabama. Let's see. Well, I think first we got to pull this up. We got to pull this up. Which tomorrow we'll dive into this a little bit more because we have we haven't used this site much for the college football stuff. Just because there's always so many college football games because there's not as many college football games. I think this might be. Better to go through tomorrow because, uh, you know, it's a little bit cleaner and it's not as big. So we can, uh, we can do that. Boise State and UNLV, huh? Interesting. All right, there we go. Georgia, Alabama. Georgia laying six now against Alabama. The look ahead line was four, four and a half. Now it's up to six. It's six after to, Alabama uh, had that back to up? five and a half on DraftKings, just for the record. Thank you. Thank you for that. Uh, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> I'm <laughs> Roll your window down. <laughs> what I'm here for. <laughs> uh, it's sharp action coming in on the Bulldogs. You know, the team that hasn't lost in like three years and the back-to-back defending champs going for their third title, which hasn't happened in like forever. Uh, 66% of the bets, 65% of the money is back in Georgia here. But you got an action network expert there taking Alabama. I, I like Alabama. Especially give me six. I think I, I like too, man. on the money line. It scared man. me. It scared me watching it creep up to six. The fact that it's gone back down. That's why I told Buku yesterday. I said, "Man, we need to. We got to watch this money because I feel like there's gonna. There's probably gonna be. This is gonna be one of the most bet on games of the year, most likely. Oh, absolutely. And uh, so you're gonna have a lot of this square money coming in early on, and that might be what dry is driving this Georgia line up a little bit. So if we see the line creep back down in favor of Alabama, that probably means some sharp and some big money. Came in on the tide late that swayed that line back down. So I think a lot of the money right now, the reason line's going up is because you got a lot of square money coming in on Georgia. I just, I like, man, I, you give me Alabama as a dog. This is going to be the most watched 
game of the year probably for college football. Yeah, outside point. of the playoff, outside of the playoff game, yeah, for sure. To this point, yeah, up to this point, this is definitely gonna be the most heavily one. Oh, Oregon's moved to ten now. Look at that. Look at that. I like Oregon I mean, in the under in that one. They still Oregon got them at nine and a half on uh on draft on bet online. Bet online, it's minus ten, minus one hundred three. Mm. So, <laughs> all right. Anyways, uh, let me see. I'm just checking something real quick. Alabama plus one eighty on the money line. Yes, let me get some of that. Huh, cricket. I like it, man. I like it. Like I said, I'm, I have a hard time betting against Saban as a dog right there. He always tends to rise to the occasion in those spots. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think my biggest bet of the weekend will probably be on the Ducks, but uh, that's Friday night. So, but this game, yeah, I don't know. I like Alabama. Yeah, they had a little little miracle win last week. I think I, that all but focuses them up here. You got to think that's they were looking ahead a little bit to Georgia because like the game against Auburn didn't matter if they lost. Not that they wanted to lose the game, but if they lost that game, you know, rivalry game, they lost it. They still were playing Georgia. So it's kind of hard not to look ahead in that spot. And the Auburn, the Iron Bowl is always does crazy things, man. It always has some weird lore around it that winds up some whoever the team is that's not supposed to be in the game usually winds up being in the game right there. You almost mm-hmm. expect that one to be a little close, and that might be. It kind of makes me feel a little bit better. They had to win in the fashion they did last week. That last second, because like I said, you know they're not going to be sleepwalking through this thing this week. They're going to be up there prepared, ready to go, watching all the film, getting all the preparation in, focused, polished. I think and you I, know Nick Saban was just loving how it ended last week. Not only did they get the win, but he's like, ah, I get to drill into you motherfuckers all week for even having us in this spot, you pieces of shit. Yeah, like <laughs> you, you gave us a chance. You don't give yeah. us a chip in a chair. We're going to come back and win this thing. Yeah, man. So, And I think the fact that the game meant nothing is why Alabama was able to come back and have that miracle win. You know, just because just – because. Uh, it's less pressure, it'd a, right? It'd, it'd been a lot harder if they're sitting there. Auburn sitting at five in the rankings. They're sitting at seven or something like that. There's a lot more. Uh, a lot more. Well, even even the fact that they like if they had to win that game to get to the SEC championship. That's oh right, that kind right, of pressure. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, the fact that you're already you know got a ticket booked in that thing, you take takes a little bit of the pressure. I don't know. In that in that. And then it right kind of get, it kind of makes me feel like you know they they have that confidence now. They kind of feel like a team of destiny. They just got a fourth and thirty one. Won the literally, game. Yeah. <laughs> Fourth and goal from the 31 on the 30 seconds left in the game. Alabama goes on to win the national title this year. You know, that's just that's right there in the headlines. That's like they're totally going to put a statue of Jalen Milrow outside the stadium if they go on to win that championship this year. I don't think so. No, probably He's not, there. man. He got He's benched there. one time this year. He literally got yeah. benched in the middle of the season. Whatever he shouldn't have. That was stupid. <laughs> Patriot for one success. Will really needs to eat something. He's fading fast. What? What did I say? What did I say? We talking about the Mustangs? Monticello Mustangs? Monticello we were undefeated Mustang. my eighth grade year. Football, baby. Undefeated, never <laughs> lost. <laughs> never lost. Uh, fading fast. Uh, what am I, is it because I, like, I like the Ducks? I don't remember what it was. But you're not wrong. I am hungry. That's all right. <laughs> pussy. Try tip countdown, baby. Just keep freaking eating. I know. I got it. It's in the fridge. It's ready to roll. I get home. The thing that's going to suck, it's going to take me like two hours to get it all set up and cooked, but it'll be worth it. Yeah. I'm in here working on shit. Angry, hungry shit. Oh, like in Bama? I, hey, we'll see. We'll that's see. Saying, I'm plus man. 180 bet, baby. That's what I'm saying. I'm going to I'm gonna have to dive into that one a little bit and see how the line moves some because I need to see where that sharp money comes in at. I want to see this Oregon line. Yep, sharp money and big money. Sixty nine AO percent of the money is on Oregon. 
I kind of like Oregon in the under because I I know that sounds crazy to go under when this this these teams just got, both got in the 30s the last time they played. But Washington is the the whole point of fading Washington in this one is I just think they're gassed. I think they're fatigued. I think they just keep rallying. Speaking of weird games, like weird rivalry games, you know, that game should have never been close with Washington State, but it was just because it was the Apple Cup, right? Yeah. And uh, it's funny when the teams are like equal, it's never close, whether they're both good or both bad. It's like never close. One team blows out the other. But when one team's really good and one team's really bad, <laughs> ends up being a close game. College football is nuts, man. <laughs> it is nuts. Um, but I like the under. It's up at 66 and a half because I think if Oregon gets it, they're going to like pull away and then it's just going to be kind of a maintain. You know, if, if, if yeah. Oregon goes up 21, you know, let's say it's, I don't know, what would that be? 35 to 14. I don't think we're seeing much scoring after that. Like I think, you know, it's in the fourth quarter, 35, 14, Washington just keeps turning the ball over. Just can't get anything going. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That's a little high for me to take the under. All right. Well, a little, little high. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying I'm probably not betting it. I'm going Washington team total under. That's for sure. The Huskies. <laughs> and I don't know if you're betting that one with your heart or your head. So I got to be careful. I'm betting with my 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 head. Okay, that's connected okay. to my heart. Yes, you say keep telling yourself that. <laughs> it's got to be what twenty eight and a half, twenty seven and a half. I'm going under that. I had to. I had it's to Oregon defense. It. Oregon defense. Come on, cricket. We'll see, man. We'll see. All right, cricket. We got four minutes. What do you want to talk about? Uh, let's see. Louisville, Florida State. We've talked about Michigan, Iowa. There's only so much we can talk about, really, on these. I need to watch these lines more. These are the ones I really watch pretty, pretty closely. So I don't have a whole lot more on these that I've not already said. So I know you kind of shot your this week on all the college football stuff. I'll be, uh, I'll be ready to go in the morning for y'all. I'll have a, a full breakdown of most of these things. Like I said, I just got a few things I got to do today. Doesn't this feel a little, uh, too much of a line movement here. Five points. I hope they start famous Jameis. I hope they do. They can't do no worse. We need we need something switched up, right? If they start Jameis, you got to like the over in this game. Because you know Jameis is good for, for the over for both teams. Yeah. <laughs> touchdown passes to both teams. For yeah, sure. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> hey, I think my sneaky underdog of the week in the NFL that I'm going to bet on the money line, I think the, I'm going to bet on the Cardinals. Yeah, let's see. We'll see. They got me last week. You got nothing for me, man. Nothing. I, I, I don't. I don't right now, man. I got a. Uh, they they got me last week. Cricket's but, fading. I'm not fading. Cricket is looking like the one I've eaten in two days. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. I just. I know. I got. I got quite a bit to do. It's on my mind here. I got stuff. I got to get knocked out. It's all so good. A, all right. We man. can wrap. We can wrap things. Uh, let's see. Int over if Jameis starts. Oh yeah. You know it's gonna be like Absolutely. minus Absolutely. Go over two and a half if you can. Yeah, it's going to be like minus 160. <laughs> Anyways, hey, thanks for hanging out, everyone. This has been fun. Shout out to everyone over on Rumble. Check us out over there. We are going to be up on the featured spot yesterday it's, or tomorrow. It's going to be great. And we're going to be doing our underdog fantasy picks tomorrow over there for the Thursday night football game. Seahawks, Cowboys. So uh, make sure you tune in. Smash the like button on your way out if you haven't already. Share this out there with all your friends. And we're going to catch you guys tomorrow on the next stream. Good luck and good gambling.